Yo, what up? Yo. Yo. Yo, what up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Hey, what's up, uh, quiet piece of uh, listeners? This is uh, your host, JC the Icon, and my co-host, my boy Slim. Yes, sir. And uh, it's been a few weeks since uh, we last uh, did a podcast. I just wanted to kind of let you guys know a little bit about what was going on, and then we'll go into the episode. But uh, anyway... I just recently lost my mother on February 9th. Um, uh, she had been battling cancer for the last uh, five years. So um, she ended up passing away uh, February 9th, Saturday morning. And um, and like I said, she's uh, definitely loved uh, deeply and missed. And uh, she had a lot of family and friends and people that cared about her. And she was definitely the strongest person that I knew. And uh you know, uh, it's a little bit bittersweet. Uh, so, like I said, I had a lot of support. So, for those of you that you know, prayers and you know, donations or whatever, you know, and uh, just text messages of encouragement, I want to personally thank you guys and let you know how much that really meant to me. And uh, you know, my mother, she's definitely in heaven looking down, and she want me to you know keep going. So that's that's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna move forward with this uh, podcast. But just let you guys know, I'm doing this definitely with a heavy heart, but. Um, but like I said, this is definitely what my mother would have wanted. So if pay a little, uh, play, uh, uh, the spinners, uh, Sadie, I want to play a, play a tribute to my mother and then we'll get into the episode. So, uh, I'll go ahead and just go into it and, and then we'll start right up. I appreciate you guys' patience. Thanks. In a world like today, it's a rare occasion to be able to see young mothers like the one I grew up. But they live on in memory, quite a few of us. And this song is dedicated to those who cherish that memory. Sweeter than cotton candy. 
stronger than mother's old brandy. Always got me its mouth would save the world. She would break down and cry. Sometimes she'd be so happy. Being with us and daddy. Standing the worst of times. Breaking the vines with just a simple song. Oh, save me. Like I said, I appreciate y'all for uh, bearing with us. And uh, basically, like I said, with your mother still living, I would just say definitely uh, give a hug and a kiss on the cheek and, you know, cherish every moment. So anyway, without further ado, y'all, we definitely will uh, get into topics. And uh, our first topic uh, we had, uh, uh, which is uh, pretty much, I mean, I was I was pretty much uh, just uh, taken aback by this, but uh, Jesse uh, Smollett. You know, we know weeks back uh, he was uh, allegedly, you know, attacked and he had uh, first told uh, law enforcement that it was some uh, Trump supporters. You know, he said that he was attacked by white men wearing masks and that they had on the uh, the red, you know, Make America Again uh, caps and also that they had put a noose around his neck and poured bleach on him. And this happened in Chicago. We hours of the morning, around 2.30 or so, in uh, 20, uh, uh, 20 uh, degree weather, you know, so which you all know that is super, super cold. So uh, when I first heard about this, of course, I thought all BS on it because it's like, okay, you have to be a really dedicated, you know, racist. I mean, you're going around 20 degree weather and, uh, you know, to find a black person to bash, uh, bash or whatever. And then you, you know, you pretty much, uh, you know, pick the winner because you happen to, uh, you know, brutalize somebody that was black and happened to be, you know, uh, gay as well. So, so I just thought that that was just pretty weird because, like, we all know Chicago, and I'm pretty sure Jesse wasn't in the hood and then like that. He was in the okay part of Chicago, but still, just very strange. You know, I think they would, you know, pick better weather. But uh, uh, recent events, uh, pretty much, uh, we've come full circle. Uh, and the cops are saying that, uh, you know, they called BS on it from the beginning, uh, from, you know, when Jesse was describing his attackers or whatever. Um, so, uh, like I said, the whole thing with him going back into his hotel with a new still around, there was just a whole bunch of sketchy details. And then even after that, it's like he wanted to become the, uh, I guess, spokesperson for the LGBTQ uh, community or whatever, because he started calling himself the the gay Tupac and just a whole lot of uh, 
just dumb stuff, man. So now it brings us to uh, later, we actually find out that the two uh, uh, assailants that attacked him were actually black. I mean, they're, they're Nigerian. They're actually siblings, uh, two brothers. And come to find out, they were actually, they've actually worked on the Empire show. So which connects us to, to Jesse. So long story short, it's believed that uh, he hired these two gentlemen because, of course, once uh, police was able to track them down from uh, the many uh, surveillance cameras, I guess they caught these guys. They showed these guys actually buying some of the stuff that was used in a in a hardware store. Yeah, like a noose and and the bleach and yeah, all. I mean, just all that, man. So and they probably used their credit cards and all. But anyway, they found these two dum dums, and of course they went ahead and spilled the beans that uh, Jesse was in on it. So the, the speculation is that he was, he had got word that he was being written out of the show. So maybe they were going to kill him off a little later or whatever. And so he cooked up this scheme because now since uh, the gay community, you know, it has this big push of support, he was going to use this to his advantage to, you know, stage this, attack and get a lot of sympathy who knows maybe get a talk show maybe he's going to be the new oprah after this happened and i I really think if he got away with it that's the way that was going to go he was going to get a he was going to write a book he's going to get a talk show probably uh coming on right after ellen you know it was going to be a lot of stuff coming out of that so uh slim i just wanted to throw it to you man because i know i got kind of long-winded on it and just see what was your thoughts on that what, 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 what did you have on that um First and foremost, my thing is um, I'm a I'm an advocate for justice. So with that being said, I feel like the Chicago PD handled it the best way possible. I feel like he should receive the maximum sentence. Um, the things that he caused and the manpower and all the attention that it got, it was I mean it cost the city of Chicago a lot of money to um, to to investigate this case. A lot of manpower. Um, with that being said, though, there's a lot of false cases that are uh, that are pushed out there, and I feel like you know, if you're going to prosecute Jesse, we need to prosecute everyone across the board. You, you know, you got your dog park Debbies and your you know, your barbecue Beckys, I feel like whenever you file a fake false police report, you do need to maybe take a vacation and sit down somewhere. My other issue with Jesse was the gay Tupac thing. Like, I, I know you said books and everything. I really think also one of the things he really wanted to promote was his music. And so he really wanted to take that musical route. And I don't think no one I know or um, in my circle or maybe in your circle, I don't think there's too many people that could name me two Jesse Smullett songs. So for, no, no. <laughs> so for the, the gay Tupac analogy, uh, I mean, brother, you, you got a lot more, you got a lot more work to do before you could, to go along those lines. And it's just so many layers where, you know, he he played the, you know, the LGBTQ community. Um, he was using that as a way to advance. And also he used the black side to try to advance his career as well. So it was a double negative, which 
is never positive to me, even though they say negative and the negative is positive, but that's definitely um, all the way around, there should be some type of repercussions and backlash and some, I, I feel like he should get some jail time just along with other people. So, and I agree. I totally agree. And also, too, I just want to add real quick before I forget, but that police chief uh, that uh, was speaking on it, he actually is from the Cabrini uh, Greens project. So he know, you know, uh, he, you know, he, he's so pretty much he's a street guy. You know, he was a street kid you know, growing up before he turned good. So he knew he kind of was hip to, to Jesse. Man, I think he just smelled bullshit right from the beginning. And uh, I think it just got away from him. Maybe he didn't expect for it to go that far. But, I mean, he was pretty detailed, man. And he just gave to me, gave Trump, you know, just some stuff. I mean, he it's just going to fuel his supporters because, you know, they, they already feel like the public's demonizing Trump and he's actually a better president than what people. So that actually helps his plight a little bit. So I and I hate that he did that for, you know, any, uh, you know, gay people or, or black people that actually are attacked and things are happening to. And you're right. I think he's going to be shunned by both communities. I, I really think that in this case it's going to blow up in his face. I really do. And, uh, and one more thing I wanted to state, too. Um, we're not sure yet, but anyone who helped. Uh, who uh, was an accessory to Jesse Smollett's actions. I feel like they should also face some type of prosecution as well. You know, from the manager who collaborated and stated that he was a witness and heard everything. You know, the two brothers, even though they came out and apologized and said that, you know, they admitted to their part. I feel like all the angles, everyone who played a part need to take some accountability. So I agree. And also too, uh, they, cause they were saying that, uh, they could possibly still try to <laughs> charge the brothers with a, with a hate crime. Cause then they're going to just play the uh, gay angle and Jesse sticking to his guns that he, he didn't hire these guys and they were actually trying to harm him. But my whole thing is like, brother, like if you fought the way you say you did, cause he claims the way he described it at first is, once the two guys spotted him and approached him, that one of the guys just yelled out, you know, called him a faggot and a nigger. And this is his words now. And and then punched him. And then he said he punched the guy back and they got to scrapping. Then he said the other guy jumped in. So you mean to tell me in this tussle, no mask came off and you couldn't tell these guys were black by, you know, because y'all exchanged some words at this point, you know. So I just, you know, like I said, I felt like the whole thing was just fake man i felt it from the beginning and, i didn't put and, and i'm glad you said that and another thing to, to to kind of piggyback off of the guy had a ski mask on and on top of the ski mask he was wearing maga hats now who wears a ski mask with a cat right <laughs> like yeah that was just too much so yeah like i said it just it just man and then uh, kind of to just hop on the rumor report side of things. I heard that uh, Terrence Howard, even though he came out to Jesse's uh, defense, I was hearing that he really never believed him. Of course, that's his, you know, his, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, fellow actor on the show or whatever. And he, you know, felt like, okay, let me step out and say something. 
you know, and maybe he was encouraged to do that. But I heard that on the set, man, they actually been at each other's throats and uh, uh, Terrence Howard actually uh, confronted them, they say, uh, on the set. You know, there's rumors that, that they've had words on the set about it. I guess maybe Terrence Howard felt he made him look stupid. Here I am defending you and you out here with this bullshit. And then they come to find out it was fake. And you got all these people trying to help you out. But if you look at the guy when he gave the interview, man, just he just looked his whole body language, the way he was talking. <laughs> you know, you can just tell those boys. You can just tell. And here in America, because all of a sudden we own this, you know, protect, you know, that particular community and everybody just, you know, jumped out there. And I just wonder what everybody feels now when it's like, okay, just because this guy's a gay man, he also can be a shady ass individual at the same time as we see. You know, and it has nothing to do with him being gay. He's just a shady person. Right. So we should the judgment, you know, sometimes there is an agenda. And this proved it. Like, here's a person pushing an agenda on some negative shit. You know, people was ready to stand mm -hmm. behind the sides, you know, to the end. And you know what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I was really finished. I was about to say. And you know what? That just made me think of something else. You know what would kind of put a cease to all of this? It shouldn't be where someone could come in, make a false accusation, the guy goes to court or whatever the case may be, and then he's proven innocent. And the person who makes you the accusation out. just get to go home. Like, you shouldn't be able to walk away from a false accusation. And that's basically what this is all coming down to. Like you said, like, with the community, the gay community, the rape, you know, victims, um, you know, this uh, hate crimes, you know, if someone makes a false accusation and it comes out to not be true, I feel like you need to be held accountable with all of this mess. You know, you shouldn't just be able to call police and scream wolf. And once you've proven to be a liar, you just go home. All right, we got Slim back, y'all. So this is JC.com and Slim again. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. It's been a minute since we did the show, but uh, we back. But we got that first part, man. So uh, like I was telling you before it cut off, uh, uh, whatever you were saying that last few minutes, I didn't catch it. You was in and out, and then it had stopped. So I'm, I'm going to give it, uh, get a floor back to you and let you finish that. Yeah, I was, I was just basically saying that, you know, from – what I get from it, it shouldn't be, we shouldn't be in a place where someone can make false accusations and be able to, once the person is proven to be a liar, they could just walk away after making a false allegation. You know, someone could accuse you, like, say, for example, the Chris Brown situation where the girl accused him and then come to find out there was no no type of truth to it and then all of a sudden she gets to go back and live her normal life and nobody knows anything so that's what I'm going with it like you accountable and I feel like you know across the board there needs to be accountability for action so everyone who's in this needs to be held accountable and you know 
for future references when there's false allegations. You just shouldn't be able to, like I said, just be able to, okay, I accuse you of doing something to me, JC, and and you're innocent and I get to go home. So. Yeah, but I tell you, but I'm gonna tell you how they're gonna spend this, how Hollywood and stars always spend something. Anytime they get themselves, and, and for those of you who weren't, you know, um, if you're just now joining on or whatever, we were talking about Jesse uh, Smollett, the actor from uh, Empire, talking about his alleged attack in the uh, Chicago incident where he, uh, you know, lied about the two guys being white uh, Trump supporters with mega hats and all of that. And anyway, but long story short, uh, but, you know, I just feel that the way all stars, when they caught out of pocket, what they tend to do is, oh, you know, I'm going to check myself into rehab. You know, I was on drugs or I was, you know, influenced by, you know, alcohol, whatever it may be, whatever the advice may be. But that seems to be the scapegoat. You know, hey, I'm just going to check myself in rehab and then everybody will rally around them and it'll be okay because we're in such a forgiving society amongst certain, certain things. Certain things. Like certain people we do want to demonize and blackball, but, you know, you are... Hey, no offense to any homosexual listeners, if you're gay or whatever, but let's just be honest. Right now, you're a protected group. So with that being said, I feel like he'll be forgiven, and uh, he'll be right back. I, like, even though they cut them short on these uh, last few episodes of Empire or whatever, but I, figured, I feel by time the next season roll around, man, will nobody be thinking about that. You know, he'll just say, hey, I was on drugs or – you know, I got or or he'll come out and say he bipolar. You know, uh, you know, uh, mental health seems to be the new sexy. You know, like everybody using that now. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like you know, even and 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 like I said, I know it's a lot of people out there that really are suffering through that, and uh, you know, and they definitely deserve our support. But I just feel like it's a lot of other people that that will piggyback onto that because they know it'll give them a pass, and I feel like that's what he's gonna do. Exactly. I agree. All right. So, okay, we'll go on to the next thing. I know by now we've all uh, seen the, the uh, Gucci uh, blackface uh, sweater. And uh, before I talk about that, this isn't the first time that a pretty big brand has uh, pretty much slapped black people in the face. I, I don't know if you remember or you recall, I guess it was maybe a few years ago uh, when H&M uh, had the little black boy wearing the, uh, the sweater. Uh, with a monkey on the front of it and had, uh, you know, um, uh, something to the effects of, uh, of him being the coolest monkey in the, in the jungle. And, uh, you know, and I can't believe the parents didn't, you know, uh, uh, pursue some type of legal action or something to that story. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it's just crazy. I know the son was a model for the, for the brand, but still. Uh, and then, like I said, man, it's just um, – these brands keep coming out and uh, dissing black folks and we keep buying their product. And uh, like I said, just again, just, uh, you know, just slapping us right in the face. And, uh, you know, they'll just put out a statement pretending that that wasn't the intent and they didn't know. And, you know, they didn't mean for it to come off that way. But when you have people that, you know, these people have departments, you know, they have people that specialize in making sure they don't look bad and, and I just can't believe that no one for Gucci didn't see this white lady with this black sweater with these big red lips and say, hey, that could be misconstrued. That could be taken as, you know, blackface. And we, we wouldn't want to do that, you know. And, uh, 
yet again, they did it, you know, because they know, hey, we were a super big brand. We got all these rappers, uh, you know, talking about Gucci this and Gucci that. You got songs, you know, Gucci Gang. You got uh, the rapper Gucci, who is named after the brand, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, but I know T.I. took a stance and uh, he kind of was, you know, urging, you know, his fans not to support Gucci and to actually protest. And a couple other people, I know Crooked Eye, uh, a couple other people that's not so mainstream of ta- following suitors that is uh, taking that stance as well. But shenanigans and the fuckery comes in at, of course, Floyd Mayweather. But I think I don't know if Floyd was really, uh, you know, taking a hard stance against Gucci just for the, the for what happened. I think it might be an underlying jab at T.I. as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, but even though it's dumb as hell, but Floyd took a stance where he was just like, hey, he a grown man. He ain't gonna let nobody, you know, influence him on what to do. So if he wants to still buy Gucci and wear Gucci and he had on actually some Dapper Dan Gucci apparel and was just, you know, really talking about how he was gonna continue to, to uh, you know, to promote it. But to be honest with you, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really feel offended by Floyd because I don't feel like anybody really, by now people know Floyd is uneducated and is a fucking clown. You know what I'm saying? Like just because you're rich don't mean you're brilliant. You're just good at something. You're good at throwing hands. You're good at what you do. You know what I'm saying? And, and just because people, people tend to think rich people are smart. Now it just means you got a good team around you. You got a lot of smart people around you. But him as the individual, I don't think nobody's following Floyd like that. So I know you got something on this. So, you know, bring it. What you got on this one? I know you I know you got something to say on this one. <laughs> yep. And my thing is, I feel like Floyd is all the way wrong on this one. And I understand that he may have felt like, you know, he wanted to take a jab at T.I. and say that, you know, he his own man or whatever the case may be. But there's a time when you got to come together with your community. And when all of your community, it, I could see if the community was taking a stance that was not in something you agree with. Like he didn't say, hey, I agree with the black face. You notice that? He never said Gucci was right. So clearly right. the people who taking a stand was right. So you don't go against your people when they're in the right I would have respect Floyd if he would have just shut the hell up and just say no comment and continue doing what he's doing. But he had to come out and and and, and protest. It's almost like an anti-protest against the people. And he got to understand, like, the only way black people get things done in America is through protest. It's not through voting. It's not through none of that. The Montgomery boycott, boycotting the buses, all of that stuff. The only time people pay attention to us is when we say we're not fucking with that no more. And right. we just sit down and look at it. And now we the same people who promoted Floyd and were buying his fights when people come there and call them all type of niggers and stuff and you know, people just want to see Floyd lose. We supported Floyd through all right. of this. When they try to put him in jail, prison, they sent his ass to prison for beating on his woman or whatever. And he came out, we were still like, that's our man. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was in the wrong. And I'm like, Floyd, what you did, and, and I know we say there shouldn't be no card or whatever, but he should be ostracized <laughs> for the things he's doing because he got to understand 
He's standing on the shoulders of giants like Muhammad Ali, the Jack Johnsons. They did all this stuff for him to be able to do the things he's doing today. And basically what he's doing is unpaving the road and looking out for self. And that's the issue with a lot of these athletes. They look out for self. And and, and another take in, on this Gucci thing, because the, the main culprit is Gucci, you know, it's aspirational wear. It's one of them clothes that you aspire to wear. And we as a people got to understand, like, they don't want you wearing their stuff. When somebody don't want you wearing their stuff, don't wear it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have that shit. It, 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 right. it, it, it's not going to make you no smarter. It's not going to make you no richer. It doesn't make you look any better. Your looks are still your looks. You know, we're the one who direct the market. We're the one who says what's cool and what's not cool. If tomorrow we stop wearing tummy heel figure like we did, tummy don't exist no more. You know what I mean? If we stop wearing this bullshit and say, hey man, that ain't cool no more. We don't we don't rock with that. We wearing polo, I guess, or whoever, you know. I know that's a white brand, but and that's cool. You know what I mean? But we wear this. And if we say we wear this, we we guide the culture of cool. Ain't nothing cool in this country unless we stamp that shit. And and I, I right. no offense to any of our white listeners, but that's what it is. We are we are the epitome of cool. We the ones gonna say, hey, that's dope shit. <laughs> and, and, and once we co-sign it, it takes off. Some of that shit is not even tight. Like it just got Gucci on it. Like they just want to buy like the t-shirts that they go spend a couple hundred dollars on or whatever. It's like that sweater in, in question. That sweater was ugly as hell. Like that wasn't even lit. Like that sweater was not what that was. Like even if it wasn't blackface, let's say it was, if it was peach with, you know, yellow lips, I don't know, but it still wasn't tight. <laughs> it was like, so these dudes was out of touch. But what it is, is that they know that just like, look at our culture right now. You know what I'm saying? You can go to any club and we just in this thing of flossing. You know, we want to feel like we flossing. We want to feel like we spending money on the best thing, you know, or whatever, like whether it be Jordans or, you know, it's a lot of people that was in the Jordans. And I even owned a couple pair myself, but I, you know, but I will tell you last pair I bought, I bought at Marshall's for like $31. So I am not spending a whole lot of money on those shoes. No, no time. Like that's my store, Ross and Marshall. I ain't gonna lie to you. I go over there with a couple hundred dollars and I'm balling out of control. So I wouldn't even know what it's like to buy or nothing like that. So like you said, I definitely encourage people that they're definitely less, less in our protest. We won't mess with them stores. We will not spend our dollar. But that's why also, too, I encourage you because there are a lot of black brands out there. You know, we need to get behind those and support them. Just like back in the day, you know, FUBU is one of those. <laughs> yeah, cross cut, man. I was cross colored down. But like Fubu is one of those brands that we never should have let go under. We should have continued. But you know, for some reason we deem those brands now no longer cool. And if you had on that, it's whack, you know. And uh you gotta have one of these other brands. So like you said, we our culture tends to steer what's cool, and for whatever reason we started deeming those brands as not cool and not even supporting our own brands. But well, we need to get well, 
not not to cut you off real quick. Let me cut you off real, real quick right here when you touched on Gucci, though. I mean, not Gucci, but FUBU. A lot of the times, though, when brothers build things up and, and what hurt it going, they decided to sell it off. And that's what a lot of brothers do. They build up these brands to sell them off, you know, just like with the Rockaware, they build it up and they sell it off, you know what I'm saying? And don't hold on to things like that. They, they, FUBU took the check. You know, that's behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know, but Gucci took the check. Rockaware took the check. You know, that's what they do. Right. Well, if they had not, man, just like even with the fat form back in the day, fat form used to be what that was, you know, even right. Sean, you know, so just, but whatever that those black brands are now today, you know, which I'm not up to speed on just a lot of stuff. Like I say, I'm Ross and Marshall down. But we need to support them, you know what I'm saying? And then again, this is a big thing in our fixes. Uh, unfortunately, this will not be the last time we see one of these big brands disrespect us like this. I don't think this will be the last. And they'll just put out that, oh, we didn't know. But did you know that that same sweater is now all? It's a collectible now. And it's still out there behind the scenes still for sale. Yeah, and they boosted the brand and somebody would buy it. And like I said, it's a collector's item now. Right. And, and and another thing to touch on too, we do need to get behind our own like we used to and support them. But the makers of those brands too, they got to come with it too. Like they can't be making a t-shirt for $85 or, you know, if you want people to support you, you got to meet your people halfway. We ain't got it like that. And then this homeless wear that Kanye be, he came out with where you look like you were one of the guys living under the bridge. Like, you right. gotta do it. And it's super expensive. Yeah, you know, a t-shirt, $200 and it's cut up and look like, you know, something he he just took off a homeless guy and, you know, the homeless guy passed it down to him, you know, like, come on, man, get, you, you can't make it a hustle off of us either, you know. It gotta right. be something that you really wanna do and really you know, it got to be of quality. We just can't just be buying just because you black. And again, Gucci, on the flip side, Gucci is not the only hustler in town because they pretty much hustle. But, and then on top of that, man, that uh, uh, back to brands again, black brands, uh, Chris Brown has a line out, and I heard that his shit is stupid expensive. I heard his shit is like crazy expensive. So, yeah, that is probably why these brands do not, uh, you know, uh, take off, you know, because yeah, it's definitely not for us. Uh, we, we, you know, like I said, I'm not spending my dollar like that. Right. But uh, yeah, but I mean, but yeah, but Floyd uh, definitely made a jackass out of himself, man. And, but like I said, I don't know for too many people that's following Floyd and uh, you know looking for him to be you know a leader or you know a voice of you know people <laughs> that people actually listen to. I don't think anybody taking him serious like that. And that's true. And and that's one of them situations, like I said, it, it, he should have had no comment. That would have been the best route for him when it comes to anything political. I know he got his little beef with T.I. or whatever, and that I think a lot of it, like you said, stems from that. He really just didn't want to be seen on the same page with T.I. But when you going against something that's bigger than you and T.I., uh, you got to put those differences to the side because, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on and right up in his neck of the woods right there in Flint, Michigan and all these other places that, you know, he really needs to be abreast on and just kind of, you know, put them differences to the side and, and, and let's work toward, 
you know, doing some things, you know, positive. Yeah, that would be the thing. Well, all right, man. Well, I'm a. I don't know if you, uh, like I said, I've been uh, following the Michael Cohen, you know, testimony or whatever, and it comes amid, uh, you know, like uh, Trump's return from uh, Vietnam. You know, he was over there uh, meeting with uh, Kim Jong Il or whatever fuck his name. <laughs> uh, so he, yeah, he was, uh, you know. So anyway, uh, Trump came back, and your boy Michael Cohen is basically the political uh, Takashi Six Nine right now, straight up. <laughs> Up snitching. So Cohen, uh, uh, I caught a little bit of it, uh, but it, in starting out in his testimony, he basically said what everybody already know, said Trump is, uh, you know, one of the biggest racists, you know, and uh, he was basically saying in private that, you know, he's even worse. And he acknowledged that, uh, you know, Trump, uh, you know, uh, cheated on you know on his taxes and you know kind of inflated his assets when he wanted to you know purchase something but it was time to do taxes you know he, he deflated them that income you know so he could get back you know uh, on his real estate taxes and also too we all know that Trump had the uh, alleged affair with the porn star that's actually a Texas native and uh, Cohen was uh, instrumental in you know paying her the, the 131000 that she was paid to be quiet. And he actually showed receipts on this now because out of his own personal account and Trump would reimburse him. So he actually showed a check that he personally wrote to her for Trump. And uh, I guess he had conversations where he was uh, trying to recoup his uh, money from Trump and Trump had, you know, of course, promised him he would, you know, uh, pay him. Like I say, again, stuff we all, all knew. And then also... Uh, something that I thought was really funny, Trump uh, directed Cohen to uh, <clears throat> threaten Trump's uh, former schools because he didn't want anybody releasing his uh, SATs or his grades or his scores because Trump was a real dumbass, man. But like I say, we all know that, too. <laughs> he don't want, he didn't want anybody knowing that he was a goddamn bad student, which we already know that. Like anybody that really follows this know that Trump has failed more than he's won, you know. And when you got a rich daddy that can prop you up and you could just get million dollar loans from your dad to, you know, keep pouring into bad businesses or whatever, we'd all be looking awesome. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he really had behind him. So when you come from a wealthy family, you know, they're just like with George Bush, they're kind of jumping off subjects a little bit, just like George Bush Jr. You're not going to fail if you come from that type of family. They're going to they gonna set you up in a position to make you look good. So, so now Cohen's going to jail. And he's spilling the beans. And, uh, you know, he's telling us everything that we already knew. So uh, I just want to see if you had you followed any of that in the news on CNN or anything. Yeah, I, I've, been, I've been watching and keeping a, keeping, a, keeping a lookout for it. And, you know, it's, it's like a, a soap opera. And the crazy thing is, you know, I I I I, I try not to just bring up the obvious, but this is the obvious. Let's just be honest. Can we have a truthful moment? Let's let's have a truthful do moment. Do it. All right. So if this was Barack Obama, what do you guys think would have done happened by now? Like he'd have been impeached, they'd be talking jail time, they'd be shout kind of shit. Exactly. I'm like, come on, America. This guy is in too much shit to not think. You know what I mean? Somewhere. But he's making America great again. He's making America great again. He's going to build that wall. 
Nate, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, come on, y'all. Like, you know this guy. He A guy who has an excuse for everything, that's one guy you don't trust. Like, he has a reason for everything. And he just explains everything, and it doesn't even make sense. I'm like, this guy's a crook. We know this. This guy's a racist, which they said, but that don't even really concern me because, I mean, looking at American history, we, we've we already had 44 Trumps, so that's not a big issue, but he's a racist, he's a crook, he's a scandal, he's a cheat, he's a liar, and I mean, I mean, America, when we're going to wake up, like, when we're going to wake up and come to our senses and just, you know... Let's do it right in 2020. That's all but I'm saying. Know, and I'm not. <laughs> but you know why I think Trump will win another election? Because America is fucking racist. And now that shit is just out there. That's why this motherfucker got so much push. Let's just keep it a buck. That's why it got so much push. And you know what else? There's a lot of stupid fucking people in America. So when they <laughs> yeah. see it, they like, oh, he just like me. You know? That's why that's why you gotta push because it's not like I said, people that's in the know or got any little bit of intelligence, ain't nobody fucking with Trump. It's a lot of uneducated folks that's behind Trump. Cause they like I like him, man, because he say what's on his mind. He say what he means. I just want to run up and call a motherfucker a racist word, you know, because that's the way they feel. Yeah, so when he right. say shit, he inciting the masses, you know. Right. What I'm <laughs> the masses really feel that way, you know. Just like remember when he was running, and there was all this like underlying connections. They were saying that uh, white supremacists were like really behind him and speaking him up, and he would never denounce them in public. He would never. No, I don't want their support. He would never fucking say that shit because he's fueling the goddamn flames. Right. right. And any white for anybody I know supporting Trump. I would tell him the same fucking thing. Like this guy, how could you? This guy's a piece of shit. Like he's a piece of shit. So basically, in supporting him, you're saying you're a piece of shit too. That's the way I look. And then I just use I, I use logic too. Like, how is everyone around him going to jail, but he's the innocent one? Like crook, 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 crook. Innocent, so he just happened to be the innocent guy among all these thieves, right? All these guys about some type of pleading out, you know. And what is this? Type of shit. Is it Jared Kushner? That's his grand his son. Is son-in-law? Yeah. That's that, what, yeah. I'm not talking about the son-in-law. I'm talking about the son-in-law, the one that he gave the secret uh top clearance to. Yeah, that's his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Jared, right? Yeah. Okay, well, this motherfucker, he's actually, they, they've already stated that the reason why they didn't want to get that motherfucker the secret, uh, the, the top secret clearance is because he had Dylan's, had flew to China, and was getting that building that he got in New York, that 666, the fucking demon building that everybody is like, <laughs> weird as fuck. That's because all these motherfuckers are evil. And they into that shit. And this dude, uh, some kind of way, some, he had some Chinese investors that bailed him out. And I'm pretty sure Trump engineered that. But like I said, again, we cannot be surprised when you put these some bitches in place that they doing the wrong thing. We should have learned our lesson with the, uh, you know, George Bush, Dick Cheney, you know, 
error, we should have understood what the, when Dick Cheney and Holla Burton was able to make a fucking killing. And then we was like, oh, these motherfuckers went to Iraq and blew shit up and said they had weapons of mass destruction. They went over there and blew shit up. And then he contracted his own company to repair and build shit back up. You know, <laughs> he never thought that, oh, you know, I mean, like nobody could see the you know, the conflict in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's simple shit where he's like, no, nah, you can't do that, bro. That's kind of, you know, you can't be the one over there blowing because you caused it. And this is, but these motherfuckers made so much money. So now, you got Trump in there, who's an even bigger asshole, and he doing the same fucking thing. You know how many people, that's something else Cohen uh, kind of touched on, too. He was saying that here it is, uh, Trump is not supposed to be conducting private business. But yet, since he's been in office, that's all he's been fucking doing. So you don't think that he's using his presidency as fucking influence in some of these business dealings? People got to be insane. They don't think that man ain't using that. You know what I'm saying? And he's doing the same thing. He's just, his buddies are being protected. And he's and once this motherfucker, when I hope he doesn't get a second term, but even without that second term, man, this guy has set himself up. Trump is going, <laughs> trust me, Right off into the sunset, even well beyond where he was at, man. But 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 in my in my honest opinion, and I get a floor back to you, but in my honest opinion, and everybody heard it here first, I believe that Trump will get a second term. And I'm gonna tell you why real quick. Because right now in the Democratic Party, we have so many people throwing their hat in the race. You got uh Beto, you got Joe Biden telling me he's gonna come back jump back in there. And what's going to happen is going to be the same thing that happened to Hillary. When uh, when when Bernie didn't get the nod, the people didn't jump over and support Hillary. They was like, fuck her too. This is going to be the same thing that's going to reoccur. And then what's going to happen is the candidate that we're left uh, with as a, uh, as a Democrat is not going to be strong enough to go against Trump head to head because Trump Got, my girl was telling me, and I was just going to hit you with this and I'll give it back to you. Now, my girl was telling me, man, uh, uh, she does customer service. So she was on the phone with a guy, and she said that guy told her before she got off the phone, he's like, Latoya, Latoya. He's like, hey, make America great again. Make sure you vote for Trump. Make America great again. And she said she was like, what? <laughs> this dude was like, vote for Trump. Make America great again. Them motherfuckers is crazy by some Trump, bro. So if we don't come with a candidate, we can't come with a candidate that on other votes, and now you don't have no push, it's going to have to be a tough motherfucker that can battle with Trump. Because Trump is using some, some dirty tactics, and the motherfuckers is loving it. And they just, and no matter how stupid he is, sadly to say, a lot of fucking people, I talk to a lot of people all the time, man, and people fucking dumb, bro. Yeah. You, I be looking at a lot of people. It's like you, like, like I be wanting to say, like, motherfucker, wake up, like, see what's going on around you, around the world. There's no shit going on, but nobody wants to do that, right? You know, we too busy listening to Cardi B. You feel me? You know, we like the we like the stripper turned good and made good story. You know, we into that. So anyway, yeah. you go ahead. I'm <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you kind of touched on something with the Democratic Party not being able to win. I, and I know there's a lot of stuff going on, but the one reason the Democratic Party will not win either is they will not get the support of black people. They just feel like automatically they should get the black vote and they necessarily do not do anything 
particularly for black people. And you know, the emails came out which really blew Hillary Clinton shit up with the with the benign neglect. And right. what they basically said was like you you can sympathize with black people, but you don't promise them anything. This has been the terms of the Democratic Party forever. You know, so if you notice, they have something for the Mexicans, DACA. They have something for the Jewish people. They got reparations. You know, they do for LGBT communities. But when it comes to black people and us getting our reparations or whatever the case may be, there is nothing in place. You know, even Blue Lives Matter for the police department, you know. So, you know, it's, everybody got something. And so with that being said, if they can't get us, if they can't get us to rally behind them, they're going to lose again because just saying Trump is the devil, that's not enough to scare black people no more. Because again, like I said earlier, we done had 44 Trumps. And my message is going to always be this. Vote for someone that's going to do something for you and your community. No one should just get your vote just because out of fear or you're going to have to deal with Trump. They should be bringing some type of tangible to you. You know, your vote is is an exchange. It's a currency exchange, you know. And so if they're not bringing nothing to you, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with not voting if you don't feel like, hey, man, there's there's no reason for me to vote. No one's talking to me. You know, this between y'all. So that's why Trump is going to win again, because these Democrats, they still dancing around black problems. And until they can come up to the table and say what it is, hey, 46 will be Trump again. Hey, did you see when uh, somebody walked up to Bertie and he's giving one of his little pep rallies or whatever and they asked him about uh, uh, reparations and Bertie just walked off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the thing of it is, it's, it's the movement for black reparations and just actually doing something for black people that rising vote lift all tide. The worst thing happened to the Democratic Party was Barack Obama winning. Because when Barack won, everybody thought Barack was going to be the savior and he was going to do something for black America. And once they saw nothing happen, uh, Kamala Harris is catching hell. You know what I'm saying? All of these guys are catching hell because it's like, look, we're not falling for the Barack. You're not fit to just sell me on hope and right. dreams and, right. you know, all this other bullshit. Like, if you can't give me something I can physically touch and take home to my kids and my wife or whatever, you you just not going to get my vote like that. That's not going to happen. That, that Them days of I have a dream and give me hope and cheers, that shit is over. So, so Bernie, people want that checkbook. You know what I'm saying? People want America to open up that checkbook and pay what they owe. You, know, you just that. What you just saying that it will be the reason why a lot of black voters will sit on the sideline again, and then like I say the Democratic vote was going to be weakened again. And I'm telling you, and like I said again, people, you heard it here first. When this shit comes around, do not be shocked. If fucking Trump gets another term, I'm telling you, because you can go anywhere in the mega hats, uh, you know, to make America great again or out there. Uh, just talk to your neighbor. Talk to your neighbor, man. There are a lot of people that are that are Republicans and they're standing behind Trump. 
I'm telling you, it is so many of them out there, and they like, I'm telling you, that straight shit. Think about, okay, think about everybody has this person in their family, and I'm going to break it to you, where it'll be a rude motherfucker saying some outlandish shit, and we'll make excuses for this person, whether it's an auntie, uncle, cousin, whoever this person is, because, ooh, they keep it real. They just, hey, that's just them. They just say some shit, but they, they always keep it 100, which even if it's the most, most off-color shit, well, you're just like, ooh. And we always, so that's Trump. That's Trump. And that's what he, that, that's his appeal to people. It's like, well, they were dead. At least he's saying, whether it's educated or just, you know, fluff or just, you know, smoking mirrors or whatever, but people feel this, just that perception that he's speaking the truth is what the way he's winning over people. I'm telling you. Yeah, and that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying that's what's getting people. And then another thing, too, that people got to remember, you know, everybody trying to uh, look toward this, but they look, they a lot of people look over this fact. That's 58% of white women, the same, you know, women's march movement and all that, 58% of white women voted for Trump. Voted for Trump. You got damn right, yeah? <laughs> so, so, hey, don't think you know that's gonna, I don't see that change in no time soon. Secretly, and I can say this shit without several conversations with white women that were Republicans at the job, just different people at random. And I asked them why they, at the time the race was going on between Trump and Hillary, I was like, why are you, because they were, they were straight up about them voting for Trump. And I was like, why? I said, you as a woman, I was like feeling to the female side. And I'm like, okay, you are, you are a woman. So why wouldn't you vote for Hillary? And so many of them straight up said, and this is what another thing is killing this killing the vote. So many of them thought that America wasn't ready for it. Now, not that I feel like this, but so many of them thought that they felt like America wasn't ready for a female president. That was their that was their words. They were like, really beyond, yeah, I'm a woman, but I, I just feel like a man needs to run the country. They felt that way. So, like you said. <laughs> Hillary also played on that. She thought, hey, I'm a woman. I'm going to get this vote. And it's a lot of women that feel like, nah, leave it, leave it to a man. That secretly, even though they progressed and came so far, some of them still secretly feel like a man should run the country. So you take that group and so many different groups. Think about the Hispanic people that voted for Trump. Didn't give mm -hmm. a fuck they relatives or other people that's being affected by some shit that <laughs> policy Trump is uh, putting into effect. But it's just, it's just crazy. That's why I say he will win again. Cause it is so many fucking people that you think would be, be like you're, you, you would look at them and be like, no, you definitely should not be voting for Trump. And they are voting for Trump. Yeah. The ultimate divide and conquer. And, and the thing is, I, I think a lot of, a uh, 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 black America, you know, is coming to terms with, you know what? I'd rather have an honest enemy than a shady friend. You know and what I'm saying? What you just said, that's what's getting them. Yeah, yeah, you know. Like, well, Bernie can't be honest. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. Democrats, Democratic Party, they play that, hey, I, I, I'm your friend, and, you know, they real shady about the things they do. You know what I mean? They 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 really shady, and and they think that they 
they deserve your vote. Like you automatically, I mean, we've been conditioned to think Democrat. And my thing is, you know what? Be conditioned to think neither. Just vote for the person who's going to make your community better. And I ain't going to even lie to you, dog. And I ain't no Apple, never vote for Trump. But I ain't going to lie to you. I got the income taxes this year, dog. Like I said, just dropped by three, four days. That shit's nice. Trump, Jay, Trump, Trump did the thing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to even That's an extra time. <laughs> I'm talking about, hey. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people in this. Michael Cohen. <laughs> yeah, Cohen soft the motherfuckers up. You know what I'm saying? But and that's what I'm saying. But it's it is so many people that they just you know, hey, it's they bottom line, you know. And yeah, he not because there's so many people that you would think they would have the plight of immigrants, and you know would, but then secretly they like yeah, fuck them, build the wall, you know. Like it's so many people that is taking that they not saying it publicly. But behind closed doors, they like, yeah, fuck them, build a wall, you know, keep their ass out, you know. There's <laughs> even other immigrants that have made it that is selfishly saying that sometimes too. Yeah, that's true. You know? And that, and that's true. why I feel like that son of a bitch for weird, man. But all right, we we, we did enough on Trump, so we probably can answer that whole segment. But hey, I want to kind of dive into Robert Kraft, man, the owner of the New England uh, Patriots, you know, getting caught up in that prostitution thing at the uh, massage parlor. So uh, I know it's a misdemeanor, and he, and, and, uh, but basically they said they, they caught him on camera. Uh, somebody, I guess, was wearing, a, you know, one of those little you know body cams or whatever. But anyway, he was caught receiving oral at the place, and in exchange he gave uh, the young lady $100, you know. He didn't even – and what my thing was – this dude is worth $6 billion. Like, he didn't even get a high-end escort. You know, he could have been at the crib. <laughs> $100 prostitute. Like, okay. So I thought that was a little shady. I mean, it's, he's an older guy, you know, and he's a widower. You know, his wife did pass away, you know, and that has nothing to do with that. But uh, but pretty much the, the uh, suspense that – the suspension that he's facing – um, I heard it could be anywhere from like five hundred thousand or something like that. Which uh, what he's the equivalent of me or me or you paying like six or seven bucks. You know what I'm saying? So it, it ain't gonna be much. But I heard that a rumor that maybe uh, it'll cost New England uh, some picks uh, if uh, Roger Goodell if he actually you know does the right thing. Because I can remember when and I'm kind of get petty with this, but I remember when Zeke was going through his little. His little troubles, but Zeke didn't even get charged with anything. There were just a lot of questionable things he was caught up in, like, uh, you know, he was at a parade and he tried to lift this girl's shirt, and another time he got into a fight. But again, no formal charges were ever brought up. And hell, they did it I damn season when you're, and it put uh, Zeke on a long ass suspension. So now I'm not saying that I want Robert Kraft to get a suspension because that don't affect the team play, but he should get that. I say, you got to understand the, what this man is worth, man. This this guy that won Super Bowl uh, when Atlanta was playing, he had had a Super Bowl party a few years ago, man, and this fool was able to fly in Elton John to perform just at a Super Bowl party. Fucking Elton John, you know what I'm saying? So – a little bitty suspension is not going to affect this guy. So I don't know if we need to highlight Meek Mill because, you know, Meek is close to Robert Kraft and stuff. Meek is in, the, in these corners. We need, to, we need to highlight this boy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hook him up with a video vixen, uh, you know, IG thought or something. And it's like, I just don't think this dude, I just don't think that was a good look, man. Like, 
like I said, you worth all that money and you just getting caught up. You could have done this very privately, but but even I guess he, that that's why he's rich. I guess they frugal. I guess he like you know I'm gonna get a cheap blowjob. You know what I'm saying? Instead of spending tens of thousands for for Esco, you try to save a buck too. So uh, uh, so, so, so what you got on that? But I know I know you heard. I know you don't follow football yeah, lately, but I know you heard of that. I know you have yeah. seen it. Yeah, I heard the story, and again, uh, it's kind of my thing for the night. I'm an advocate for justice. So, look at it like, look, man, whatever the law states the punishment should be, that's what he should get. But I know he's not going to spend time in jail because money trumps all the stuff. But with that being said, I feel like, you know, he should face the consequences and whatever the whatever it calls for, he, he needs to stand up and and take that L, you know. And like you said, it, it, it was really petty. I mean a hundred dollars, dude, like you're a billionaire. You could go to a club, a little nice little night club or whatever and buy the bar out and everybody gonna be like, that's my crap. And you can leave out with all the women. So I mean <laughs> It, it, it was just I know you see that wild boy. You just see uh, during a little Super Bowl celebration or something. They showed him like at a pre-party or something. And he was dancing with Cardi B and was all up on that fool. Had like uh, he had his little sports coat on, some jeans and some uh, some Air Force Ones. So Robert Kraft, think he, you know, said he he think he young again, you know. Yeah, and he and he in the second childhood, dog. <laughs> the second childhood. Yeah, but I don't think nothing gonna happen to him because this dude. Now we know when we get to the rich and powerful, they'll throw out some number because because the the small you know everyday Joe like me will see that five hundred thousand dollar fine and be like, "Woo, you know that's nothing to this dude. That is nothing. You know what I'm saying? And he gonna keep it pushing, you know. But at the same time, to to only say one thing in his defense, I mean, he wasn't hurting nobody. Prostitution, I know it's an ugly thing, but people need to understand that is one of the oldest professions in the world. You know, yeah. it's legal in some states like Nevada and stuff like that. So why won't we legalize it? You know, we would legalize marijuana if a woman wants to sell her body, which they some of them do it anyway. Because for, well. for our fans listening, if you exchanging your goods now and talking about a guy paying your rent, you know, paying your car, buying mm. your son bag, you are mm. a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of girls say, girl, don't get that dude. This ain't free. I've heard these conversations. So why are we going to all of a sudden act like, oh, my God, this is so wrong. When we heard people say they get in the bag for their stuff. Mm-hmm. And that don't make it right morally. But I've heard women say that, like, girl, you gonna be with that dude that do need to do something for you. You know, he getting you, he doing this to you and doing that to you. You know, he need to help you out. Right, right. Now, yeah. now. And what was that? Hello? Hey man, I don't know if you're moving around now, but you you came in and came out. He should go down, and 
Where is the Me Too women advocates on this right here? Slim. Because if it's connected Slim. with, you know, Slim. Slim. wouldn't women want to get up and march and protest against Bob Proud? Just, just a thought. Hey, can you hear me? Slim. Hello? Uh -oh. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, man, I guess we having difficulties again. Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, that time it was my fault actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yo, it did up, so start back up with your it did Robert Kraft again in the sex trafficking. That's where we at. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is with the sex trafficking, I just feel like he should get just as much time as the pimp. You know, whoever was leading the trip sex trafficking, I feel like they're all a part of the overall scheme of things. And then uh, my second segment is like um where is the Me Too women's movement? You know, this is an act against women. Uh, you know, why there isn't any boycotts against the New England Patriots and, you know, where's the uproar? You know, so Me Too, um, women's movement, where you guys at on this? Like, silence. Yeah, because that's because Robert Kraft is worth $6 billion. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's a sad fact, but... And when you're rich, you're untouchable. And we know why. I mean, if Donald Trump could be talking about grabbing women in their crotches and, you know, get taught, I actually caught on on a recording. Somebody recorded him and you, you hear him, Billy Bush was saying it hourly. And this dude, this was pre-election. This is like, this information, now it had happened years prior to that. But this still came out before he was elected and yet he still got elected. Right. Absolutely. <clears throat> Because in America, we only have outrage and and uh, all this disgust when it's people that we can attack. You know what I'm saying? We only care when it's somebody that, you know, we can actually go after, unfortunately. Right. right. All the selective outrage. Come to rich people, we'll kind of make excuses. Right. It's kind of like, you know what I compare that to, man? It's kind of like a girl. If you think about a girl, or work or something, right? And let's say some ugly dude hit on them, right? They going straight to HR. Mm -hmm. What is it? Let some dude that they deem cute or actually kind of attracted to, they gonna giggle and let them get away with it. True. Think about it. Think about that. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The other dude, they going straight to HR. He can lose his job. Yep. Other guy can say the most despicable stuff, and they just be like, "Oh, stop it, Jerry! You you so funny. He oh he, he crazy, you know." <laughs> Think about that, bro. I'm telling you, man. Yep. And that's the same thing with like trouble. That money, that money, something else, man. People just 
treat you way differently, bro. And that yeah. money, that money is just some is something else, man. And uh, unfortunately, it shouldn't. It don't make it right, and it shouldn't be that way. And me personally, but the way they did my boy Zeke, and I hate to be the dead horse, but like I said, it affected my Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? We went through that where this kid wasn't even charged with anything, and they still was trying to, you know, uh, you know, give him some type of punishment and making sure he stayed in his place or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And here it is, this dude actually was caught up in something. And like you said, there's some, uh, you know, sex trafficking implications on that. And something should come out of this. Because here it is, if you're worried about the way that the uh, NFL is represented, and you can go after Colin Kaepernick just for standing up for black people's rights and just not wanting to see any justice. Just don't want us to be beat and, you know, shot and killed in the streets like dogs, man. And, and this dude ain't said nothing wrong. Just saying, hey, stop killing my people for no reason. And he's blackballed from the league for the rest of his life. And here it goes when these rich owners is actually caught up uh, soliciting prostitutes that are held against their will in, in, in sex trafficking. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the NFL is going to do what they always have done. They're going to protect their own. You know, now, and you're going to make excuses for it. You know. Now, I'm just saying they're going to make excuses for them. And, and my thing is, I I didn't even look at it that way as far as, like you said, with the Zeke punishment. I think he got a couple of games or something. I'm pretty sure the NFL probably nah, He got like games. five or six, bro. He got a few. And it hurt off season that year. So why can't Bob Kraft be suspended for a season? You know, he can't come to the game. Yeah, you the owner, but you suspended. Like, why can't that happen? That, that probably will happen. Now, check this out. Just in – Grandstanding, Roger Goodell probably will get with Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft will know his punishment well before it's ever released to the public. So just know this. He will get with Robert Kraft and will say, hey, because they they buddies. It's just yeah, a good yeah. But he yeah. will get with Robert Kraft and he will say, hey, hey, you Bob. Would be right. <laughs> right. You so, no, he might even come and say, hey, Bob, you know the way this goes. I'm going to have to do this. So the public will think I'm coming down hard on you. But do you think this motherfucker, he ain't no coach. He don't affect some fucking players. No, he don't no, affect yeah. nothing. But, but he, I'm know how much, it, how much it, it is to him to be there in that owner's box and have the <laughs> camera on him and, you know, to bask in the glory of being. That motherfucker's so rich, the camera may be on him in his goddamn man cave watching the goddamn... 200-inch screen TV at the crib. The camera's still going to be on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, it do it will pain him a little bit, but that still ain't yeah. much of no punishment. Yeah. Player, he not True. a coach, so not affecting the team. He don't make that team go. When they hit Zeke up for that, Zeke is a, a major. He is one of the best players on the Cowboys team, and that shit affected us. And he hadn't even been charged with anything. So what do you think would be your proper punishment? Because I, I see maybe a year, I'm thinking a year suspension, um, a couple of well, games. Well, I want to start taking money. picks from the ass. That's something yeah. that will take it like some draft picks. Yeah. Take some picks. That's something that will affect the ass in the long run. Take some picks. I don't want to just see you just sitting on. Yeah, still let your ass sit at home for a year. But we want some of them picks that y'all looking forward to getting and trying to uh, maneuver. That's what I, that's me personally, that's what I want to see happen. Take some goddamn picks. Yeah. And I feel like that.
be a little bit more of a fair punishment. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, uh, you know, no association with the team. That's a lot too. Where you kind of like, hey man, you can't even come to like fundraisers, like anything dealing with the New England Patriots. You can't, you know, no association because when Zeke was suspended, he was at home. You know, I, I, I'm, I think a lot of them they can't even be around the team in certain situations. I'm, I'm not sure, but you know, um, that's me assuming. I mean, well, hey, that too. That would be they, the maybe that, but they, but he needs to get creative with that shit. But I would like to see a fix because him, I mean, him not being around the team for a year or not being in the owner's box, I mean, that don't really affect the team. But let's affect the team too. Let's yeah. get some of those. That's something that will actually affect them in the long run. And the only reason I'm asking for that, because like I say, Mr. Goodell, when it's these black athletes, you show like the drop the hammer. You right. show like when people kick people out. You know, with no nothing, you know, no due process, no nothing. You drops the hammer if you can. And like I said, hell, Z got suspended for five or six games and hadn't been charged with nothing. You know what I'm saying? But here it is because you, the, you know, you, but you can still send that message. So you like fucking because he's been in a few incidents and where there's smoke, there's fire. So but here it is, this guy, you caught up in that. Did There's actually, uh, you actually been charged with something. You know, if you look it up, I mean, the the police, I mean, there's actually, you know, reports that's out there. You know, like I said, man, you got caught up in a sex. It, it's not a good look. And then you were owner. So you, because like I said, they got to do something. Because like I said, you did, you went after Callan Kaepernick. And this guy didn't do nothing but just say, hey, I would like to see my people treated better. You know, let's stop all this violence against, you know, black people. And you didn't do this, say nothing. It's just like kind of like with Martin Luther King a little bit, where the man didn't do nothing but march for peace. And people, you know, beat him and spat on him and treated him like crazy in every place that he just was promoting love and decency. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it is, man. It's crazy. And it's just so crazy that we just came out of that era and now somebody actually got caught doing something because he's the rich white man, one of the owners. Now we like, oh, it ain't that bad. You know, Robert, he's an old guy. You know, he just, you know, I said they. They gonna come out with all those excuses, you know. Yeah. Not knowing Robert a player, he out there, he yeah. in them streets. Yeah, hey them man, street. you know what? I couldn't have said it any better. I mean, you 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 nailed that one. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to touch on that. I know that was a surprise one for you, but uh, so uh, your boy R. Kelly. We're gonna move to Kells. We probably finished with Kells. I know that was a big one. So R. Kelly is back in the news. He was arrested on uh, sexual abuse charges, and he had 10 counts. Uh, his bond was set at $1 million, uh, which means he needed 100000 to bail out. You know, it's 10%. So anyway, uh, R. Kelly only spent three days in jail before uh, being bonded out by a Miss Valencia Love, who's uh, the said owner of some restaurants and a daycare. And uh, basically, she put up the money to bail R. Kelly out. Now, we don't know what her ties are to R. Kelly yet, but I'm pretty sure they'll be coming out. But uh, I she do know she's a girlfriend. She's a girlfriend because she's 47. Uh, she's 47. We know he likes it young, allegedly. So, uh, but yeah, she's 47. But, it either, but they go back. They got to go back because you just put the money for this man. There's something there. But, um, but this fool, as soon as he got bonded out, man, this dude went right to the alleged McDonald's in Chicago where he's picking up uh, these young women, you know what I'm saying, that they showed actually in the damn documentary, you know. 
but there's saying to be another sex tape of R. Kelly with another underage lady. They say uh, from, but the but the sex tape is said to be uh, dated like back when the other sex tape popped up. This is a different sex tape, but they say in the actual video. Uh, uh, R. Kelly acknowledges that the girl is 14 years old and that even the girl repeats back like oh yeah you, you know I like this 14 year old whatever and that the girl says back like oh yeah you, you do like this 14 year old stuff or whatever so this motherfucker like it's like if you can't get any and I know I've never, for people that listen to past shows, I never defended R. Kelly. I never said that he didn't do anything wrong. I didn't never say that. I just said uh, we couldn't get him on the uh, the sex slave shit because all those girls wanted to be there. There was plenty of times where we seen him in a documentary where, there, where parents were having police doing uh, wel welfare checks to make sure the girls was okay. Uh, there was girls that left the home free will and came back. So that's all I was saying on that. But uh, 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 and another thing added on to that, I'm going to find my train out. But uh, uh, so with him being out, they even are threatening R. Kelly with child support. Uh, you know, he's back. He's he owes some back pay, like 169,000 or so. And it was said that he, if he doesn't pay this by, like, I think March 6th, that he still faces jail time. So if he's not able to come, he's going to go back to jail on that, which is a separate thing. And, um, you know, I'm just, like I said, man, it's just still, you know, like I said, where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. And there's a lot of things that just keep coming up, man. But now back to Miss Valencia Love, uh, uh, the lady that, uh, now I will say something that's happening to her unfairly. So people are attacking her now for um, actually uh, bailing R. Kelly out. So people are going uh People are actually going on her restaurant's review, like on Yelp and Facebook, and giving her a bad review <laughs> to her restaurant. And people are actually calling for people to protest the restaurant, and they're attacking her uh, for saying because she uh, put up for him. But what I'm saying, what what if she's a relative? What if she's up? So can we really attack her for bonding him out? Yeah, because this is where, like I said, one thing uh, we people tend to do with social media. Now we are attacking, um, you know, uh, people that are said to be the ones being bullied now are using social media to bully. So it's kind of like a double standard with that. Anyway, man, I just want to throw that out there and, uh, you know, just jump in because, you know, like I say, I go. Yeah. My thing is with Mrs. Love, um, we, we got to look at it like, I know there's a lot of evidence out there, but R. Kelly is innocent to proven guilty. I, I, I have to be, you know, we looking at it from a legality. I have to keep it real. He's innocent to proven guilty. So let's say, hypothetically, for right now, he bailed out someone. He's not guilty. He's innocent to proven guilty. So she bailed out an innocent person. She shouldn't be having her businesses attacked or none of those things. You're not going to attack the Bell's Bondsman if he came up with if R. Kelly had his 10%. So let's not attack this woman. She's a, uh, she hasn't done anything illegal. That's that's one. My other point of it before we go into the the sex thing or whatever with the minors. It is a sad, sad case where this man has made. 
I believe they said R. Kelly has wrote and produced over like 500 songs. Like 500 songs. This guy is broke. Right. Broke. He can't come up with a hundred thousand dollars. And that's like 10 shows. Let's just say he's getting paid 10 grand a show, which we know he's probably getting more than that, supposedly. But 10 shows. This tells you that this guy financially just is a mess. This is just a mess. This should be a cautionary tale to people with finances. You know, understand your bank account. Understand the power of a dollar. You know, understand the rainy day. You know, so that's another thing that stands out to me. Now, back to the big issue at hand, which is this tape, which got him there. I was, you know, we were talking about this at work. And right. The feds don't lose twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bill Cosby, he won the first one. The second time he went to trial, he lost. OJ won the first one. The second time OJ won, he lost. The feds don't lose. And I don't see R. Kelly escaping this one. I'm pretty sure these guys done dotted their I's and crossed their T's. They got this little girl. Well, she's a grown woman now. The woman from the tape. They got this woman somewhere secluded where he can't even, even if he wanted to bribe her, which he doesn't have the money, that's clear as day. Even if he wanted to bribe her, he can't reach her. Like, it's just so much to where I don't see him escaping this one at all. Like, the chances are slim to none. R. Kelly is going to probably spend the rest of his life in in prison. We're about to see R. Kelly in stripes. And, And it's a sad thing to see. But, again, you know, you do the crime, you should do the time. And another thing we were kind of talking about also in the uh you know when we was discussing this um there's a lot more that goes into this like r kelly had a lot of handlers he had a lot of people that was you know flying the girls for him because he's not bright we clearly see that that he's not the, the sharpest knife in the draw so there's no. people who was uh, uh aiding r kelly you know he was you know flying people in Hey, and I know people don't want to believe this, but R. Kelly back against the wall. Some of these parents might go down. Don't be surprised if he was like, hey, man, you know, I was paying this parent, you know, X amount of dollars to see her daughter. You know, I promised this parent a, a record contract and therefore she, she brought it to me. <laughs> you know, so when you're back against the wall and you fighting for your life, you're going to do everything you can. You're not going to fight clean. All the blood's going to come off. And some of these parents and, and the people who was aiding and abetting them, uh, again, I'm an advocate for justice tonight. I think they all should be punished. If there's a way, if there's if, if R. Kelly could prove he gave any parent $1 or any type of benefit and they accepted it knowing their daughter was in that situation, they need to go with R. Kelly. And so that's my, those are my little tokens for right now. And I'll let you jump back in. 
Yeah, well, I mean, right now, that's pretty much the information we have because it's ongoing. Uh, so, like I said, we all will be sitting and watching and seeing what uh, – because right now, from the attorney standpoint, you got the uh, attorney that uh, is representing a couple of the, of the young ladies that said, uh, you know, he was presented with the uh, video. He's the one that uh, sent it to the uh, prosecutor or whatever. So, right now, we don't really know uh, – he's kind of, you know – spoke to what's on the tape but uh r kelly's attorney he said he hadn't seen it yet so they don't know but they feeling like it's double jeopardy and they feel like that particular tape was a set was one of the tapes issued around the the first video that they tried to get him on you know with the um you know the urinating on the young lady underage young lady and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of that you know so we all familiar with that particular case but but his attorney is his stance is that this is a tape that was around that time. So since this was deemed admissible at that time, why are we able to bring it back now? So you feeling like it's a bit of a double jeopardy kind of. So, you know, but we all know this dude is sick. And like you said, I just don't see him beating this a second time. Nope. At this time, you know, and then, you know, like I said, he showed a bit of weakness with, you know, not being able to bond out on his own. Somebody else had to come up with the money for you. So I feel like, the first time around, they wasn't able to get him because I don't know if you remember, but it took the case six years to even see the light of day in court. Right. You know, six years. So, and then I can remember them, they kept pushing the court date back and I'm pretty sure financially he was, he had to pay for that. Right. I'm, but he actually had some money because he, you know, he could push the, you know, keep paying his lawyer to, you know, keep fighting to move that court date, man. That's what, uh, and so after six years of doing that, you know, the uh, story kind of became a little stale. You know, some people were paid off during that time. So by the time it came to actually have him prosecuted, you know, it was not, you know, fresh in the public, you know, the public's mind. So, right. So I think that he's probably going to try to do that again. But now with the funds looking funny, that's where it's gonna get sketchy for him. I think I think actually he could have come to justice this time. Yeah, I think but... Kelly done, man. But hey, I'll be I'll be I will be man, my jaw be just on the floor. If he if he can get out of this one, it's like he then it's somebody higher up that he that's in that ring with him. Like he got somebody else on video that's in power, bro. Yeah, call him people Cadeval. That boy escaped if he get out of this one. What's <laughs> but he acting like a person that wants to be caught and wants to be stopped because why would you go back to McDonald's where they say you was, you know, and then it's even some people, I didn't bring this up, but somebody even said, man, that as they was leaving, that some young lady hopped in the car with him like he picked up somebody else. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know how true that is, but I've heard that on somebody else's video that was kind of covering this, and they said that as they were leaving, R. Kelly pulled up on some young lady and was hollering at somebody, and they hopped in the ride. When now, I wouldn't doubt it because he's still R. Kelly. And he, I mean, they still show people screaming his name when you leaving leaving jail, right? And that right. just had somebody produce a hundred thousand for him to get him out, and they attacking that lady's character. Man, they started talking about they pulled up some. Some uh some documents that said she owes some county clerk twenty eight dollars and thirty six cents. They was talking about uh, she filed bankruptcy back in two thousand fifteen and said she couldn't pay twenty thousand dollars to creditors. And then they said that uh, she came into the money because 
infant that died, that uh, a child of hers that uh, had some type of surgery and passed away, and she sued the hospital or something. And uh, I think she got a million-dollar settlement from that, and that's how she kind of had this money to start these businesses. But now you know they're trying to paint the picture where they're like, oh, you got this money for that, and then now you're spending it on R. Kelly. You know, <laughs> you know the media is – is they they a little dirty too, bro, because it's like – yeah, because it's like that, that, that you digging, like you're not even supposed to be able to dig into the person that's bonding them out. Like, I've never heard that. Exactly. I've, this woman is not on trial. I've never heard that. Like, how and you they, going to. They always do that, though, when you think about it. Like, like I just said, this woman is not on trial. And it's like when something happened to, let's say, the uh, uh, unarmed guy get killed by the police or whatever the case may be. Trayvon Martin. Trayvon went on trial. Not so much as Zimmerman. It was like, hey, Trayvon smoked weed. You know, he got suspended. You know, know, they go into his past. They went into this woman's past for what? Like, she's not on trial. She didn't do nothing. Yeah, she bailed R. Kelly out. I mean, but again, what's wrong with that you know you don't know what was their agreement this this could have been a business move for her like hey r kelly you know i bail you out you do xxx you know i put up 100k you give me back 200k you know what i'm saying exactly like what arrangement is is her business you know exactly you know it was a business you know and i'm they just making it look like she had a hundred thousand and you know uh I love R. Kelly so much, and I'll do anything for him and bail him out, and there you go. Which that could be the case, but again, there's so much. You know they have some relationship. Now, I'm talking about even if it's just a friendship, because uh, they, they, he uh, actually had, uh, they had, you know, paparazzi was following him, and he had been spotted at, at her restaurant, uh, like, uh, you know, I guess weeks or months prior to him actually getting arrested. So he, him and the lady was friendly. They was cool. So, and like I said, with her being 47, I'm pretty sure she's a childhood friend because, you know, R. Kelly is in his early 50s. So I'm pretty sure, and the lady's a Chicago resident, so I'm pretty sure they know each other from something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't just have 100K for, you know, and, and you can't just, like, fire a buddy who's up on some crazy charges and, you know, and you bond with that person. Now you're just doing it on strength of, you know, like, and, and let's, and let's uh, err on the side of, I'm not saying – R. Kelly, you know, and what he's done. I'm saying, okay, if this is your friend and he's telling you he's not guilty, I'm pretty sure that's the strength of what she did it on. Maybe she believes in his innocence. Maybe you know, that, or it could have been a good business move. Like, hey, I tell you what, R. Kelly, I'm gonna bail you out, right, for a hundred thousand. You pay me back two hundred thousand. You know, on your next twenty shows, I need to get. 15% or 20% on top of, you know, whatever. It's a, I could see a good business move with R. Kelly, you know, if the cards are played right. Not, if she's about her business, which she is a businesswoman, obviously. I mean, I could see her making some type of business arrangement with R. Kelly. That's beneficial to her. And if we're going to attack people, why not attack the bills, bonds that accepted the money and, 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 and you know, put up the rent, you know, attack the bond in the mouth. So why not attack them too? You, yeah, but it's a business. You know what I'm saying? It's just, where do you stop with it, man? But, you know, the case is ongoing. 
but we'll definitely see. But I don't think it's looking good for him, man. Like he, he definitely should have laid low. And I say the same thing with Bill Cosby. I say the same thing with OJ. You know, you kept up the fuckery, so at the end you're gonna get what you get. You know what I'm saying? Like there is gonna be, you know, like you live by the sword, you die by. Nah, so because you couldn't keep your mouth clean. Like if you like any sane person, if they was able to make it through that first trial and walk away, man, you making sure everything is legal and up and you know, you're not you're not falling for that second time. Right. 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 Just because you like the million, you should have kept him at eighteen. You know what I'm saying? People would have frowned on it, but it would have been legal. Cool. You know. So, but he but he couldn't even do that. So, at the end of the day, he gets whatever he gets because he will not stop. And if he's ain't he ain't stopping that, this guy's not stopping. Yeah, he's not stopping. This is a lifestyle for R. Kelly, and that's what people got to understand. Like this guy, this is the way he lives, and he's not stopping until. We, the public, because it's going to be the U.S. versus R. Kelly. So we, as the public, put an end to R. Kelly. And so, again, let's get R. Kelly, but let's don't stop with R. Kelly. There are more people out there besides R. Kelly. So, and we kind of went on that in the last show. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and just to reiterate what we said on the last show, don't stop with R. Kelly. Go get them all. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever they may be, whether whether it's a powerful person, whether they black, white, blue, you know, whatever facet of life, you know, you need to stop them all. Don't just stop one and feel like, oh, good job. Like I want to see, you know, uh, John Legend. I want to see all of them keep it going because you know other people. Don't start with R. Kelly. Yeah. Like like Jay Z is one that they need to go back and dig into his closet. Jay Z is known for that too. Yeah. And, and and all that. So it's like, yeah, go after Jay right now. Because Jay is that token, Jay that token Negro right now. You see how he re and kind of, I'm going to go on a little soapbox because it's been bothering me. But, you know, everybody like Jay and, you know, Beyonce because they was at the Louvre and all this and that. And I'm like, Jay is a little, Jay is a bit of a scumbag too, dog. Like people would just forget, but he was able to reinvent himself. And, uh, you know, he's, a, you know, talked about his mother who, you know, had a lesbian relationship. And now Jay has endured himself to what's going on, the the wave that's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Because he got a story like, hey, my mom was gay. And I remember she couldn't really say it. And I cried when she was able to come to me and tell me the truth. And so Jay, Jay a slick dude, man. Jay is a marketer, boy. Like, but yeah, Jay's still that street dude, man. Oh, Jay no himself and he know how to get to that bag and he's been doing it. I think he's rubbed elbows with Michelle and Barack Obama. Jay has been but you still that same dude that stabbed a dude and you know did this that and the third shot you. He even shot one of his brothers when he was a teen. You know like this dude is not a good guy <laughs> but he was able to reinvent himself and paint himself as that. So now we see him with his little you know, little pro-black, little, little afro he wearing now and all this stuff. And we like, oh, we like this guy. Like, this guy's still that guy. But that's a whole nother show. Right? So I won't waste everybody's time with that, but we're going to dive into that, though. And I'm going to paint a history on Jay and take it out through. Because I've been, you know, I've been watching. And I'm, wrong, and I'm a fan of his music. So let me, but I know who he is. But it's just like the same thing if you see a guy and know who he is. 
then you see them being disingenuous, you're going to be like, man, that ain't true. You know? Secretly, whether you say it hourly or not, just like, dude, that ain't true. Be true to who you are. You know? Absolutely. And he definitely not doing that because he, I guess, to rub elbows where he at, and that's the same thing with R. Kelly, you know? And then there's a there's a history with R. Kelly and, and Jay. So if R. Kelly was this demon, you did business with this guy, and you profited off of the same guy. So, so if we are attacking people that are so like this young lady that bailed him out, if we are attacking people that once profited or associated themselves with R. Kelly, why is Jay-Z exempt? Exactly. Boom, mic drop at that point. Feel me? So I know, <laughs> I know that hits some people, you know what I'm saying? Because that's true. I look at that real shit, but nobody want to talk about that. That's why it's not, that's why with R. Kelly, it's 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 bigger than just R. Kelly, you know, even though he does need to go down, but it's a lot of other people that were complicit and they need to go down to no different than a cop pulling. If me and you were out somewhere and I murked somebody or did something and you was there and you didn't go to the laws, if we both, if they call us both in, they going to look at you and say, hey, man, you going down too because you was there. You didn't say nothing. Yep. So what's so different with this situation? There was a lot of people that was around that fucking knew what was going on and they should go down too. I agree. Simple as that. So you got any last words, man? Because we kind of hit it. And I know, uh, like I said, it's getting late. I'll let you, I'll let you recap, you know what I'm saying? Let's let you have the closing words. Hey, man, I, I think you, 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 you kind of hit it. Hit the what they say the, the the hammer on hit the nail on the whatever. But you hit the point, man. You were right on the spot. <laughs> hey man, you, hey everything was on point, man. You all at the end, you sounded like an advocate for justice, and that's what I'm talking about. Like you know, everybody who's complicit, I feel like everyone need to hold be accountable for their actions, and once everybody um, are accountable for their actions and held accountable for their actions, we can move forward. Until then, that's it. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, again, uh, so we should have another show for you guys next Friday. And uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, we'll be able to keep back up with these because we got a lot of more topics to dive into for y'all. And like I said, we appreciate for those of you that have been waiting on the show to come back, man, we really appreciate y'all. And uh, we just want y'all to stay woke, man. So that's just the theme. So from here out, our, our theme is just stay woke. It's time for us to dive into some and, and you know, and kind of provoke some thought. And we just need to definitely, uh, like I say, reach one, teach one, man. We just need to be progressing. So we need to be progressing so we can keep moving forward and just going and just not falling for this, you know, like I said, it's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. that's just basically. It, you know what I'm saying and just uplift one another but, but anyway uh, I'm JC the Icon and that's my boy Slim and like I said we appreciate y'all for listening for listening, and uh, we'll definitely hit y'all with another one next week y'all up for it alright love alright cool I'm gonna conclude it